0: Hey, my name is Tiffany Vaughn, and I'm on a mission to help regular people like me find their voice and then use it for lifting themselves and others up around them. I'm a small-town mom to three kiddos with my hubby James, and man, have we been dealing with a lot. But isn't everyone? I lovingly call it our hard, beautiful journey, and I bet that yours is too. In season one, I tossed the bricks from my shoulders that were weighing me down, bricks that represented shame embarrassment regret loss you name it i was feeling it i am now taking those bricks and building up a stronger foundation for myself and our family i've created this safe space for me and you to open our hearts and our minds and to use our voices to help others know they are not alone in their struggles mental health marriage and divorce infertility parenting and some soul journey work are all topics that we discuss here Let's be real for a minute. Life can definitely be hard, but it can also be so dang beautiful, am I right? So pull up a cozy seat, grab your beverage of choice, and join me as I help others talk about their hard, beautiful journey. I know they will inspire you as much as they inspire me. So let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to Hard Beautiful Journey. This is Tiffany Vaughn, and I am so grateful that you are here today with me. Have you ever heard a song and it stops you in your tracks? Or it makes you smile or cry or just feel all the feelings with every single word? Well, if you know me, you know that I love, 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 love music. And I always have. My dad is a musician, so I grew up immersed in music. We always had it on in our house, and I have many great memories watching my dad jam with his bandmates in our basement while they wrote new songs and just brought them to life. I also have many great memories watching my mom sing and get her groove on to Fleetwood Mac Little Eyes" while she was busy cleaning the house. And us kids had countless concerts for our parents, and one of my favorites was two men at work. I mean, come on, that group was brilliant. And we may have dressed up my little sister as Madonna once or twice as well. Anywho, one day, I was sitting at work, listening to Spotify like I usually do, and this song came on. It was like the air was sucked out of the room And all the everyday sounds of working in an office just went away and all I could hear was this song. And I got the chills. So I knew my peeps above were telling me, hey, pay attention. And I did. The song I'm talking about is Won't Let You Fall by Leah Campbell. And it was like this song was written for my podcast. I followed the nudges that I was given to reach out to Leah and ask her if I could license the song from her to use on some of my podcast episodes. And she so graciously said yes. It was only after I reached out to her that I discovered the meaning behind the song. And Leah is here to talk to me today about that story, and I am so grateful. But before we get to the interview, I want you to hear the song, Won't Let You Fall. It is so incredibly powerful.
1: Hold on We're all here waiting for you Just be strong There's so much more left to do The night is cold your are caught inside. So darling, don't let go to care.
0: Leah, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm so grateful that you are here. I uh, intro'd you and let everyone know how I heard about you. And that was on Spotify. And I listen to music religiously. Um, my dad is a musician. I grew up listening to music. I grew up hanging out Um not necessarily in bars, but in places where music was played, uh, a lot of jam sessions. So <laughs> it wasn't unusual for me to be listening to um, music like I do at work. And the song came on that, like, it stopped me in my tracks. And I listened to the entire song and then I downloaded it. And I'm not kidding when I say, I think I've played this thing a thousand times.
2: Oh, I love that. Like
0: a thousand times. And I've recommended it to everyone. And as you know, I reached out to you and I was like, it's like you wrote this song for my podcast. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, can I um, license this song from you? I, I need to play this song. And yeah, it's been heard by many, many people now. And yeah, I'm just so grateful that you wrote it. It is beautiful. Thank you. So what what inspired you to write that song? So uh,
2: it takes me back to South Korea. I was a missionary for my church, the Church of Jesus Christ. And I was serving an 18-month mission in South Korea. And while I was there, I met a friend that I grew very close with. Her name was Jennifer. And for about six months, we were with her basically every single day, teaching her about the light and the love and the joy that you can feel through Jesus Christ's gospel. And uh, Jennifer had very many internal struggles, and she was in a very dark place. And there was moments where she was out of them, but dealing with long-term depression and stuff, it's easy to just fall right back where you were. And... uh, she had just so many things that she was dealing with and there was one day where my companion and i because you serve as a companionship my companion and i received a text message from jennifer that was titled yuso and in korean that means a goodbye letter a suicide note and My companion and I were not natives to Korea, and we we didn't know what that meant. So we kind of brushed it off because we were already doing something for the next 40-ish minutes. And uh, right after one of our activities was over, I was like, oh, hey, we got this text from Jennifer. Let's check it out. And it was the hardest thing that I have ever read. my heart dropped into my stomach my my whole world just froze and I really couldn't believe what I was reading and minutes after um not even minutes after we didn't even finish the message before we called her grandma and her grandma was yelling into the phone saying sister missionaries where are you Jennifer Jennifer is gone the neighbor said she left we don't know if she's with you the house is on fire and we heard just chaos in the back and we said okay we'll call you back and she hung up and then we called Jennifer the phone was off of course and we had absolutely no idea what was going on and all we could do was just scream and cry and fall to the ground and uh, a couple maybe 30 minutes after we got a call from another friend who was at the home and they said that Jennifer's body was inside and uh, no one knew what had happened they most people thought it was just a gas leak Mm -hmm. or an explosion in the house that was a crazy accident Mm -hmm. and uh, no one knew that it was a suicide Mm -hmm. and for the longest time I felt like I was holding this deep secret and we didn't know what to do we were just two little missionaries in Mm -hmm. South Korea and we reached out to our mission president and he said don't do anything yet I'm gonna contact my authorities and we'll figure this out so we went to the police department the The detectives who were over the the scene and they had assumed that it was a suicide but they didn't have the evidence most people who do commit suicide leave behind something a goodbye note or something Mm -hmm. and they didn't have that so they could only assume and when we went in and told them that we did have this note it was like a Korean drama movie moment where they swept everything off the tables and it's like, come sit down, come sit down and mm-hmm. told us what had happened and, and just very graphic details, but I don't really want to share or get mm-hmm. into it because that's yeah. not necessarily my business and stuff to share. But, um, one thing we did know that they told us was that Jennifer's house was at the top of an apartment complex and right where she had burned the house down it was in the most perfect spot that if it was one inch to the right or one inch to the left it would have set off um a gas leak that would have set the entire apartment complex on fire wow so multiple multiple families would have died and would have lost everything but because Mm -hmm. god knew exactly what was happening and Mm it was just he knew the situation and only that specific apartment at the top was burned. And it was, that was honestly a miracle to me knowing that God was so aware of what was going on in that moment. He knew exactly where Jennifer was, where me and my companion were when everything happened. And it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. And for weeks, I was in the darkest place I had ever been in. I absolutely had no idea what to do. And you look at missionaries and you think they have it all together. They are sharing a message of light about Jesus Christ. And I could not do that. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I felt so lost. And uh, it took me weeks and weeks to wrap my head around what had happened And in the note that Jennifer left me, it said, if you ever meet anyone like me again, save them.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: And that, that was unbearable for me. Mm I was just distraught that I could not save her and that I was doing something wrong. So I blamed myself for a long time, Mm -hmm. but then I realized that I can't save anyone. I, I can't change people's choices. No. Nope. Only we have the power to make our own choices. And uh, I realized that, honestly, the only person who can help us is ourselves with the help of a higher being, mm-hmm. with God or Jesus Christ or whatever mm-hmm. you believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, that is our own personal journey. Yeah. And we have to be the ones to get ourselves out of that. And that's truly what inspired the song. I not only was thinking of the words that I wished I could have told Jennifer moments before I got that message, um, but also being where I was and I felt so alone and couldn't do anything but blame myself. I thought of the words that God would say to me Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and the song was just written so fast was it yeah in a matter of
0: two days wow yeah the words are so powerful that yeah there was a higher power that definitely was with you when you wrote that song
2: yeah. Whenever people ask me about it, I'm like that's
0: not my song. I I didn't write that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, God just put a pen in my hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and you sang it, and it's just incredible. So how did you, how did you find your way out of that darkness? Was it mainly through the song, or was there other ways that you that you did that?
2: Um, I would say my biggest escape route was music. I didn't feel like. I had set, or I had let go, is a better way to put it. I felt like I had not let go of that entire experience until that song was written.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And that was kind of my goodbye words. And that was also words of strength for me to carry on. Mm -hmm. So it was a a very interesting process, the way Mm -hmm. it all came to be.
0: Mm -hmm. So what's your response been from, from people? Besides me, like gushing <laughs> over it.
2: Absolutely a miracle. God knew what he was doing. So, in my mission, we did a lot of proselyting and teaching people through Facebook. And I had first posted it on Facebook, and the response overnight was crazy. We <laughs> were expecting like 100 people to see it, you know? Yeah, yeah. The next morning, we had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages pouring in and like stories like books and books of people's life's experience and how that song helped them. We had a couple of people say that they were planning to take their life one night and something inspired them just to scroll Facebook I guess one more time and that song popped up on their feed that a friend had shared and they watched it and decided not to go through with it. And there I have
0: goosebumps right now.
2: There was nights where I was sobbing and it was so much for me to take in because I went back to what Jennifer had told me. If Mm -hmm. someone's like me, save them. Mm -hmm. I went back into that little spot that I had an insecurity about of, I have to be the one to save them. So I would spend hours messaging these people back. And I was like, This is not good for me. As good as it is, it was unhealthy for me Mm -hmm. because getting people like this who struggle and trying to solve their problems was overbearing.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: a lot of the time I just, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm like, what did I do? Mm -hmm. I just cried. I cried so much. But the response was unreal. I didn't expect it at all.
0: And that's something, um, that I've, uh, I let you know that I, I'm an ambassador now for living works, which is a suicide prevention organization. And that's something that I have learned through the first course that I took with them is that you don't have to save them. You don't have to be the person that knows everything to give them the right answers, but you can point them in the right direction. Right. But as long as they know that there are people like me like you that are here just to listen to them right. and then point them in the right direction, that that can just save their life right there.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So it's a hard balance to find mm-hmm. because you want to know that they're loved. but showing that love, I think is so difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a line? Yeah, for sure. I am loving this conversation, but first a word from my sponsor. Simply Counseling Services knows how hard it can be to find the right support in your mental health journey. That's why they work hard to keep it simple right from the start. With locations in both North and South Calgary, appointments in person or virtually, Simply Counseling can support you on your journey to healing. It starts with a phone call or an email. Visit their website at simplycounselingservices.com to start your healing today. Do you have any other songs that you are working on right now?
2: Yes. I, I want to
0: hear about them. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> so I have a song called Fighter coming out. It's kind of in the same boat as Won't Let You Fall. Yeah. And um, that one is more geared towards, I wrote it because of my mom. She mm-hmm. has struggled for many years with Um, depression and insecurities and was suicidal for a moment there and uh, I'll just I'll give you a little sneak peek of the words um it's it's not your turn to say the words darling I'm here so don't you cry everything will be all right I got you everything will be just fine I'm here for you and so it's kind of in the same boat as
0: crying (laughs) Because this, that is my mom as well. Oh, I think it's a lot of us. Mm-hmm. So I want to
2: release music that uplifts and that. Oh, I'm crying. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious!
0: I can't it's wait
2: for that one. It's yeah. powerful.
0: I cannot wait. When is that one coming out? Tomorrow.
2: I am <laughs> to here. Yeah, we haven't taken it to the studio quite yet, but
0: yeah. And, um, where do you record? So, I record with
2: his name is Prestwich Audios. If you're in Utah and looking for an artist or an audio engineer, his name is Sam Prestwich,
0: and he is awesome. He's so great, So good. Oh, my gosh. well, i I just wanted to bring you on because I knew you had a story that would inspire people and a song that is like you said it's saving lives. I really do believe that Um, since I've played it on a couple of episodes I have heard from so many people that are just so uh, grateful that they heard that song and that somebody shared it with them to let them know that they weren't alone. And I'm, I just wanted to have you on here to show my gratitude towards you and to let you know that you did the right thing by listening to God and recording that song.
2: Thank you. That means so much to me, truly.
0: What are you grateful for today?
2: I'm grateful for you. Oh, the courage that you have. To oh. Share your story and just be so vulnerable with the world. I think that's absolutely beautiful.
0: Thank you. It's yeah. been, it's been, uh, like I've said in my, in my podcast, it's been uh, life-changing by just opening my mouth <laughs> and talking. And because once you do that, you definitely find, oh. you find the tribe that will help you. Yeah for sure. And so I that's my goal and my mission is to get people to talk and use their voice. I love it. Yeah.
2: Thank you, Tiffany.
0: Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. And I can't wait for your new song to come out. Where can people find you, Leah?
2: So, um you can find me on Apple Music, Spotify, Instagram. <laughs> I don't
0: even know. <laughs> Your Instagram handle is what again, Leah Campbell H?
2: Just Leah Camp. So it's Leah Camp. A two H's H H C A M P.
0: Right. Excellent. Well, I will have all of that in my show notes. So um, if yeah. you start to get a million downloads, just hey, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what you have next. So thank, thank you again you. for being here.
2: Of course. Thanks for having me,
0: Leah. Thank you again for being open to sharing this story with me and my listeners. I know how much courage that took for you, and I just think you are so, so strong. If you are experiencing mental health struggles or thoughts of suicide, please reach out to me and I will point you in the direction that can help you. Or contact the Distress Center, which is a 24-hour crisis line, and the number is 403-266-HELP, 403-266-4357. There is also the Crisis Services Canada, and that you can text 45645. I will have more information on available resources next week when you'll hear my interview with Karen Simba from Living Works. I read something this week that was so powerful, and I'd like to end this episode by sharing it with you all. And it's called The Butterfly Effect. You need to stay, and you need to stay loudly. You're afraid of making bad choices, but the truth is this. The tiniest actions will influence the course of the rest of your life, and you cannot control it. So many factors play a part in you being here today. A delayed train, an extra cup of tea, the number of seconds your parents took to cross the street. This is chaos theory, sensitivity, mathematics. You are here, and every choice you have ever made has led to right now, reading this. While you exist, every movement and moment matters. Those bad choices led you to the best days of your life, if you were to play it all and rewind. So let them go. Change will come, even if you're standing still. Butterflies will keep flapping their wings and causing hurricanes. So make your choices and make them loud. Trust your gut, trust energy. And if you cease to exist, oh, the universe would notice the mess that would make, the hearts that would break. So just stay. Stay for bad choices. Stay for great ones. Stay. Cause a few hurricanes. This really resonated with me. And I just want you to know that if you are struggling, please, please stay. Let's cause some hurricanes of love in this world because it could really, really use it right now. Until next time, Be kind and stay well. Bye-bye.